and welcome to this episode of Cargo Facts Connect, the podcast of Cargo Facts, the newsletter of record for the air cargo and freighter aircraft industries for over 40 years. I'm Andrew Kreider, Associate Editor of Cargo Facts. And I'm Robert Luke, Associate Editor of Cargo Facts. And I'm Jeff Lee, Editor of Cargo Facts. I want to begin today with something rather interesting. We've often seen how cargo aircraft can play an important part in the intelligence community and the development of international conflict. I know I've been tracking Maximus Illusion 76's delivering key items to various conflict areas on the African continent. But earlier this week, a rather startling development occurred when Israel launched a airstrike on both Aleppo and Damascus International Airports in Syria. At Aleppo, the airstrike was triggered shortly after the landing and arrival of a Yas Air Cargo aircraft. Yas Air Cargo has been known to affiliated of the Iran Republican Guard, which, if we recall, was also what entangled the Etrasur. Uh, 747 earlier this year, um, but that's going to be um, a major development where uh, cargo aircraft are certainly playing a center role. I want to then turn it to Robert Luke, where cargo aircraft are certainly playing center roles in a more traditional and fun-filled sense with building and developing some of the largest cargo airlines in the world. Absolutely, Drew. And how's everything going today? On that note, uh, UPS definitely uh, is making some head headway here as they continue to strengthen uh, its medium wide body fleet with the addition of eight seven six seven three hundred Fs. Quite an uh, quite an order they place with Boeing there. Uh, they've been on a terror lately, sourcing seven six seven aircraft as the company continues to seek any alternative it possibly can to uh, expand its fleet size in the medium wide body category. The Express Integrator just added recently an ex-Japan Airlines uh, MSN 40364 for conversion with Boeing as well under their uh, conversion program. And after fulfilling its original 747-8F orders, the company announced in its second quarter earnings report that it also has two more options for the iconic queen of the skies. So that's uh, pretty amazing that uh, we're seeing such growth and uh, rapid expansion of uh, fleet size and capabilities with these express integrators. I believe the phrase yes queen is appropriate for that one. But (laughs) what are the other large express carrier FedEx doing? That's a good question. Um, They've actually been making some moves on their own, but very uh, low key and subtle. Uh, As we have to say in the hood, they've been on a down low. FedEx quietly made some uh, additions uh, this week when they took delivery of one 777F and one 767-300F, both factory built uh, aircraft from Boeing. <clears throat> the uh, 777F was ferried from uh, Everett over to Memphis uh, to begin operations. And the 767, uh, freshly built uh, factory uh, freighter was also ferried from Everett, but to uh, Indianapolis, where, if I'm not mistaken, uh, my editor Jeff said that is the domestic uh, hub for the uh, FedEx operations within the United States. That's right. It's so, one of their their multiple hubs in the country. But we've seen most of their 767 deliveries head to Indianapolis, um, and similarly, almost all, I believe, all of their 777 deliveries have gone to Memphis. 
um, where you know, which is one of the busiest um, cargo airports in the world. And I know as um, FedEx received um, these aircraft, they also chose to retire an MD-10. And I want to put it out there that it, rather than sending your MD-10 to be part out to, to scrap, please arrange to give it to me personally. I would enjoy <laughs> it far more than the scrapyard ever will. But yeah, I, far, I think I, I, we, all, we all would appreciate the MD-10, Andrew. Definitely. <laughs> I want to go on from older generation to the newer generation, specifically in the 737 next generation, where I believe we've had some major developments out of China this week. What can you tell me about that, Jeff? So it's it's, it's interesting. Um, you know, China is already home to um, quite a number of 737 NGs, um, specifically 800 um, freighters. But this week, um, a new well, two new operators emerged. Um, one m was more of a surprise, I guess, um, and that was Shandong Airlines. They have a really large uh, all 737 passenger fleet, and but now they've got their first um, 800 BCF that they just unveiled uh, at the Steiko facility, also in Shandong province. Um, and what's interesting about this is that Shandong Airlines actually, um, we we know this because we were tracking um, all these passenger freighter movements. Um, you know, we started this in May 2020, but Shandong Airlines was one of the airlines um, in China to have removed seats from uh, several of their 737-800s, and they would find these um, for cargo services. And they flew these not just in within China, but to um, places like Japan and, and South Korea. And based on what we can see from uh, some local reports, and I think from uh, Shandong Airlines' own um, announcements, they also intend to basically um, build on that operation and use this first freighter um, to, to fly to, to yeah, major cities in China, as well as um Tokyo and Seoul and possibly other other cities um overseas we don't know um and I've been trying to find out but we don't know whether they have any other conversions planned um I would think that they one is probably not enough um and given their huge fleet um they do have a few older ones um that are of similar vintage as this one um, so we'll see, but it's uh, it's yeah interesting and pretty cool to see um, another new um, yet another new passenger airline entering the freighter market um, and with seven three seven eight hundred freighters. Um, and turning to the other one, um, which was less of a surprise, but because we we saw two of these um, being redelivered to Nantong in China, um, and of course this is JD Airlines. Um, which just got approval and got their uh, AOC from the Chinese authorities. Um, so yeah, they had taken two of these uh, 737-800 BCFs earlier this year, um, and now that they officially have the AOC, they will start flying them um, to basically serve all this uh, e-commerce demand. And, and um, I believe they had hinted at 
more fleet growth. Um, and they even talked about, uh, we'll see if this turns out to be true, but um, they even hinted at wide bodies and flying, um, you know, long haul flights to, to Europe and, and North America. Um, and this, I mean, is a very common thing for uh, Chinese companies to do. Um, you know, these grandiose, uh, <laughs> grandiose plans about their fleets and, and expansion. So we'll see. But I mean, certainly JD Airlines and JD Logistics um, or JD.com is the overall group. They're certainly, you know, a very, very large company. And we, I would be shocked if they'd stopped at just two seven three seven eight hundreds. Um, Does JD.com serve Hong Kong as well as China? Serve as in... As in, can I can I order a package from from JD um, if I yes, live in you Hong could, you Kong? You can do that like, in Richmond, Virginia. I I, I bring that up because uh, I thought their their press release mentioned expanding. So who even knows if the seven thirty seven would be the only type um, of aircraft that they might explore? But moving on from from that, well, what's what's been happening with the other narrow body types this week? Well, the other, um, let's say, the latest generation of narrow body conversions, of course, is the A321. And we are expecting um, imminently, I can't say for sure when, but uh, I believe there are two um, A321s undergoing conversion with precision, uh, one in Stanford and one in Tampa. These two uh, are owned by Cross Ocean Partners, and they'll be joining the SmartLinks fleet. Uh, now, SmartLinks had told us earlier this year that they um, were expecting these basically, you know, before the uh, by the end of the year. Um, and I think we'll we'll be seeing these um, finally coming out of the the hangar pretty shortly. Um, the interesting question is. Will these be joining the DHL operation like SmartLinks' first two A321s? We don't know. Uh, we'll have to see. Uh, SmartLinks wasn't willing to tell us that just yet. Remind me, was the SmartLinks fleet, was that all um, uh, 321 precision conversion A321s? Or were we, uh, was there an intermingling with EFW? SmartLinks' current two, um, yes, they have one of each right now. Um, they've got these two with, they've got quite a number incoming actually. They've got these two with, that are with uh, precision. They've got, well, they had four um, as part of a lease deal with GTLK Europe that those were going to be EFW conversions. We know at least two of those look like they're completed, but they've been parked in Guangzhou after conversion, um, obviously because of uh, difficulties or or challenges with uh, GTLK Europe, which is an affiliate of the Russia-owned um, GTLK. We'll have to see what happens with those. But even you know, apart from these, they've got more. They've got um, they've they just acquired four uh, Finnair A321s. They're going to do two of those with EFW and two of those with Precision. Um, and uh, yeah, so they really have. Um, ambitious plans for the A321 growth. Um, but apart from that, actually, I um, also just 
talk to Rich Carrado, the CEO of ATSG, because of course they are also expecting their first um, A321s by year end. And he just confirmed to me that um, they expect their first two um, in the fourth quarter. And of course, one of those, just like Cross Ocean, one of those is in uh, at the Avocet facility in Sanford, and one of those is at the Pemco facility in Tampa. Um, and they'll also send their third one um, into conversion in the fourth quarter. Um, and th those, the first two are joining ASL Airlines um, under that deal they announced earlier this year. Well, that's a lot, and that's going to be all the time that we have for today. To those of you listening, thank you for tuning in to this episode of Cargo Facts Connect. For more multimedia content like this, check out CargoFacts.com and search Cargo Facts Connect on iTunes and Spotify. Join us again next time.